I think I need a water for this episode. Bear with me. She's back. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Lazy Girl Blog. I'm your host, Tiana, and my voice is kind of going. I honestly, today, I'm just like, let's hope I get through this episode. I'm a bit hungover, a bit on the downside, and I was looking forward to recording, but I also was like trying to get as much energy for this episode. But to be honest, I think me with the mood that I'm in now is like what everyone's mood is when they're positive. Sorry, that makes no sense. I'm saying my lack of energy right now is probably the equivalent of someone's good mood because you know me, I'm super hyper all the time. So this episode might be a bit more low key, something that you guys might actually enjoy. Welcome again to another episode. Excited about this one. I want to obviously jump right in. I don't want it to go over an hour because no one has time these days to listen to that. Um, so here we go. The week that was, I this weekend that passed went and watched The Dry with Eric Banner at the movies. I honestly wanted a super low-key weekend. One, because I'm planning an overseas trip in a few weeks. And two, I'm just wanting to save money and like just chill. I've tried to give up alcohol and obviously you can hear my voice. I'm hungover. That didn't happen. But in saying that, the whole giving up alcohol thing is like a lot of pressure. And what I meant, meant, what I meant by saying I wanted to give it up was just like slow it down, not drink every weekend. And I wasn't drinking excessively. It was just like having a drink for the sake of it when I don't really need to. So now I'm just like keeping it pretty low key and only when there's an event on or anything like that. But again, last night I had a work event. I had a few too many margaritas and clearly for someone who hasn't been drinking a lot, um, having like three or four really does it for you. I did get home early though, like eight o'clock and I went straight to bed and I thought today I'd wake up fine. But honestly, I was up every five minutes going to the bathroom because clearly I just had broken a seal of some sort. And I was like, what? Oh, sorry, I'm just like turning this stupid thing off because my computer just keeps making notifications and the noise is annoying me. So yeah, I I was up every, honestly, I would say, oh, geez, I was up every, honestly, 30 to 40 minutes. So I think I got up like 10 times and I've never done that. I felt like I was pregnant. Like what is going on? So that really disrupted my sleep this morning. So when I woke up, I was super out of it. I made myself a really big breakfast and I'm still not feeling myself. Tonight I'm meant to be going to dinner with my friends. And I can tell you one thing, I'm not drinking. There's no way. My skin is breaking out. It's just been one of those weeks that honestly I'm just like over it already um and i'll let you know why so went to the movies last weekend and watched the dry two as i said and i honestly love that movie it's an australian movie it's a sequel but the dry one with eric banner in it is not the same storyline so it's the same characters just a different story so you technically don't need to watch the first one but after watching the second one i was like oh, i need to see the first one so that is something I'll probably be doing today. <laughs> I 
just to kind of wallow in my self-pity. So that was really good. I also finished House of Hammer, which is a documentary series on Army Hammer. That is crazy what he did and like what he continues to do, I'm sure. He's fallen off the place, the place. He's fallen off the space of the earth. Is that what that term is? I can't remember. He's fallen off earth. We don't know where he is. He's not doing acting. Apparently he's still with his wife or their friends or whatever it is. But the crazy stuff that came out about him, I honestly was just thinking to myself, like, I would hate for anyone to do a documentary on me. Not that I have crazy shit about me, but like once something's out there, like it's really hard to make a comeback. He's, I mean, way on the other side of psycho crazy vibes. So I don't know how he's going to make a comeback. Um, he should be in jail, to be honest. And the fact that he got let off is just something I still don't understand. All the women that like stepped forward in the documentary, super like, it was, it's just a crazy story. I love giving recommendations and I love talking through things, but I hate giving it away. So I don't want to talk too much. It's only three episodes. I think it's on Disney. No, I think it's on Binge. That um, is something I watched over the weekend. We also had like really crazy weather in Sydney. I had work a couple of days in the office and it was just, I was not dressing appropriately. I couldn't figure out what the weather was doing. It was like super hot and then pissing down raining and I had sandals on or white sneakers, which obviously don't don't do that the weather was like super dark it just reminded me a bit like London and honestly I was kind of like I wish I was just working from home because I love thunder and lightning and rain when you're at home in your cozies chilling but the thing is in Sydney it's like it's not cold it's like hot and it's raining so you can't even get cozy because you're sweating half the time in your apartment so that was uh another kind of level of inconvenience this week yesterday actually in the office we had a power outage for about four hours so I was dealing with that on top of trying to just like go into the office with a positive mindset I've been dealing with a few things this week and it's kind of like come to a head so I was like no I'm not gonna let this like affect me and I went into the office super early, woke up at 5 a.m., did my Peloton, came into the office, no lights, no power, everything was out. I had a 7.30 meeting in the morning. And while I was doing that, I had builders try and come in and figure out what was going on. I had people asking me like, when's the power coming on? It was like a whole ordeal. And I was like, God, you are testing me here. You are trying to push me over the edge I know, for some sort of like epiphany that I'm going to have. So I definitely felt like I struggled this week to remain myself, which is usually like really on cue, really positive, really just like getting things done. And I think the alcohol last night definitely didn't help because like I still feel a bit like uh, like Devo vibes, like a bit panic at the disco emo nights. So <laughs> we're definitely not going to be drinking tonight. I can say that for sure. Um, on top of that, 
I did try though to get out of the mood and I'll tell you how. I went on a little shopping spree. Um, I don't really shop that much. I used to be a massive shopper. I used to buy things weekly, like fashion hauls. I used to have so much stuff that I never wore. I, I don't think, I don't even know how much money I've spent on things. And like last week's episode, I was talking about buying Sambas and I haven't been buying anything because I'm going overseas and I don't want to spend. But like this week, I went into the city, which I never do. And I had like a little bit of a break, um, free time to go get lunch before I went home. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not putting AirPods in my ears. I'm going to just be in the moment, be present and do what I feel. So I went to Glory Jeans and got myself a Tim Tam chiller, which I haven't done so long, so many calories, but I was like, I don't care. And then I went to Kukai, bought myself a couple of things. I honestly just, I never go to the shops and buy things. I'm like someone that has to look at things a million times before I buy it. Unless I'm in one of those moods that I'm like, I'm going, I'm buying something and I'm leaving. But I went and bought a couple of things from Kukai, which really I never buy from there. And Zara. And honestly, I left happy. Like I just left like, oh yeah, I bought some things that I liked. And it was just one of those things I think I was trying to treat myself so I could feel a bit better. And definitely it helped. Don't get me wrong. It definitely helped. But in saying that what I did buy, I'm trying to like change my style a little bit. This whole quiet luxury look that Sophia Ritchie apparently has started, which let's be real, she hasn't started it. It's always been around. Women have worn it all the time. But like nowadays, every Gen Z millennial wants to pop a name on every style trend that's out there. And so this new quiet luxury era is out where, you know, it's staple pieces, capsule wardrobe. So I did buy a few things that I knew I would be able to use for a long, long time. One of them was like a reversible belt. Now, I know that sounds super tacky and disgusting, but this one was really nice. It's from Kukai. Um, and it's black on one side and uh, brown on the other. And I was actually looking for a brown belt, a thin brown belt, because these days I'm all about accessorizing the look rather than buying brand new clothes every time I'm going somewhere. So belts, jewelry, head pieces, like headbands, shoes, accessories, that really will change what the outfit looks like rather than just buying new outfits every five minutes. So I was looking for a belt. I saw that they had black and I was really concerned because I was like, I swear I've seen a brown belt. And the girl told me that they have one that's reversible. So I bought one of those. It's really chic, really classy and leather. So I know it's good quality. I bought a nice beige dress from Zara. It's a new collection and it's got like these brown belts at the bottom. It's something that like you could honestly wear to work or you could wear out, super dressy. and. I just needed a few more options for work, especially going into autumn. I mean, are we going into autumn? No, we're not. We're going to winter. No, what are we doing? I honestly don't even know. I think we're going into autumn. I really don't know what the seasons are. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Anyway, it's getting colder. So this um this dress that I bought, like you can wear with boots and things. So I'm all about buying things that, can be worn across different seasons 
So I did a bit of that. Um, with regards to last night, we had a work event. So my day was super long. Obviously, it started at 5 a.m., waking up early, hitting the gym. The power outage happened. I had a massive off-site meeting um, during the day. I had to come back. I had another meeting and then I had to rush to the event, help prep. So obviously, I thought I could reward myself with a few margaritas. Won't be doing that again because honestly, I do not feel myself. And it's like really a depressant. Like I was discussing this with a few people before, like alcohol just makes me not happy the next day. My skin breaks out like crazy. So I'm already thinking, ew, I look disgusting. And then you just feel ill. You waste half your day like trying to feel better. So I'm definitely not, I'm actually just not going to drink. And if I do have one drink, that's it. I... I'm just not in the mood to feel this way all the time, especially when I head to the US. Like, there is no way I'm going to drink like crazy there at all. So, yeah, we had the event last night. It was super mingly, chatted to lots of people. I always find that, like, I never eat when I'm stressed or at events because, like, the food looks amazing. Don't get me wrong. I'm literally, like, dying to try it. But, it's so messy. I'm like the worst eater. Like it just goes everywhere. You're in the middle of a conversation. You're trying to eat. So I didn't really eat much last night, which didn't help with this hangover. And just like the whole week of stress has like made me also not hungry and, you know, things like that. So today I'm definitely going to carve it up like crazy. Honestly, I feel like a cheeseburger at this point. So, yeah, I think like all of those things, the alcohol, the stress and the not eating also waking up super early not sleeping well has like really made me get into this zone that I'm in today which is like very much like uh, can't be bothered um also on top of that like last night I had a dream that I was in a car accident so that's like knock on wood like the scariest thing to have a dream about couldn't get back to sleep and um yeah that was like my week I also did my Irish goodbyes. I'm pretty sure that it's what it's called. I'm famous for those goodbyes. It's when you don't say goodbye to anyone and you just leave. The thing with that is just like I don't want to have to go around and say goodbye to everyone because I feel like I'll be there for much longer. So when I'm ready to leave, it's like I'm ready to leave. I get to the point of like no return where it's like, no, I'm going. I Last night I was in the middle of a conversation which literally I was thinking like, what a good night this is. Like I could say for another few hours. I was in the middle of a conversation and then um, a client came into the conversation and I was like, this is my cue to just figure myself out, eat something and leave. So the client came into the conversation. I quickly went, got some more water, got something to eat. And then I was sitting on my phone and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I need to go home. So I honestly got my bag and just skedaddled right out of there, got an Uber, paid my 50 bucks for an Uber. I did not care at that point. I was like, get me home. And I don't know, some people find it rude, I guess, to do those types of goodbyes because it's like, are you serious? Like people, I don't know, people just want to say goodbye to you. And I'm just like, no, like I'm okay to just leave. There was like 50 people. No, I didn't need to do that. So I'm a definite... um 
cold bitch when it comes to saying goodbye. I'm always the one to just leave and not say anything. But yeah, that was my week. This weekend, the plan is to have no plan except for tonight's dinner, which is the last plan I've made this week. And I'll touch on why later on in the podcast. But I just need to not feel pressure and feel like I have to consistently fill the time and be the entertainment for every single person in my life. And I just feel like I have been and I feel like I'm always having to be on. And like, it's like I'm an assistant for every single person. Like I'm making appointments for people. I'm booking things in for everyone. And like, I don't have anyone looking after me. And I read on someone's Instagram that like you need to let people do things for you so sometimes it is your own fault because you take on this alpha persona you take on this like I'm the organized one I'm the leader I'm doing this this and this and so people don't feel the need to have to do anything because you're doing it and so part of the problem isn't them it's me not allowing control um to other people so that's something I've learned this week for sure I've had breakdowns this week. It just hasn't been a great week, but that's normal. So it's not nothing I, I don't already know. I wrote a blog post on Lazy Girl blog about this, about burnout and about things to kind of stop you from getting to that stage because when you get to that level of burnout, you end up wasting more time wallowing and just like being depressed about it and you should catch it before you get there and then try and solve the problem so that's what we're doing we're kicking on because I'm not letting this podcast down so pop culture roundup this week though my favorite bit the Taylor Swift concert is going bananas over here I can safely say I've tried to get tickets now for like two weeks I'm so stupid I'm just one of those people that when there's a concert like a year in advance and everyone's like I'm getting tickets I'm like yeah whatever like I don't even care I'm like the FOMO last minute girl where I'm like oh my god like I should have got tickets like what was I thinking I should have spent a thousand dollars like I'm gonna miss out so I've been trying to get tickets there's no way I'm getting them the people are going nuts honestly like I'll just watch the Eras tour on TV and just pretend I'm there. But the TikToks and everything are really, really giving me FOMO. And I'm the type that doesn't usually get this. But I just think like the whole atmosphere of that concert is going to be amazing. So that's on all this weekend starting tonight. So I'm getting out of my area because traffic wise, everything's going to be a bit mental. So We'll see. Monday night, though, I'm back at home. I'm going to try and, like, head over and just, like, see what the atmosphere is like. But Taylor Swift is going bananas. Then we went – we went nowhere. What am I talking about? Then I watched the Beverly Hills finale, Real Housewives. That was such a good episode. It was so emotionally charged. I think they honestly just waited for the last episode to hit it with a bang because now reunion time we're literally dying for. So this episode, they had the annual white party, which Kyle and Mauricio always plan. They had it at the so SoFi Stadium and Erica Jane performed. You could really tell like this was just a party that they organized, but they weren't really, you know, together together. And then 
the end was, you know, they, they wrapped filming and then uh, one month later it said that they had filed for separation. They showed a few clips of everyone hearing the news and then showing Kyle at her house with her daughters, telling them that they'll be separating. And honestly, like, all her daughters are older. The youngest is 15, but the others are, like, I think 21, 23, and I think Farah is 35. And, you know, it's just an emotional thing to hear after your parents being together for so long like I don't know how I would take it knowing especially that the whole world knows and asking questions like it's just a sad situation and they showed all these montages of Kyle and Mauricio through the years which I just think is like obviously trying to just jerk at your emotions there but the episode was amazing we are yet to find out why Dorit and Kyle are not talking anymore but yeah, I'm excited for the finale and I'm excited for some new franchises to start. Miami Housewives, I think that was the finale. And they've done well the whole season. I'll give them that. They've been the most entertaining show, I will say, that I've watched this whole um, like Housewives season, the ones that have been out. They've always had storylines. And, yeah, I think this one, this reunion will be interesting because um, – They've had so much to talk about. So that'll be something that I definitely will wrap up on the next podcast when it is out. The new shows that are coming out, though, I'm way more excited for. Summer House and Vanderpump Rules. So Vanderpump Rules has been going out three episodes now, three or four. They're killing it. They're doing really well. I won't talk about this episode because nothing crazy happened, but Summer House is coming out and we're all waiting for the Carl and Lindsay storyline to unfold. I'm also a massive fan of Paige DeSorbo, who is on Summer House. She's been on Winter House. She has a podcast with Hannah Burner called Giggly Squad. I love her. She's done so well for herself. And so like I really love to see what she's doing and hopefully following her footsteps. She's working with Amazon. She just did People's Choice Awards, Red Carpet, and, like, she's freaking killing it. And that's honestly, like, where I see myself going. So on that, there were two award shows that happened this week. One were the BAFTAs and one was People's Choice. And I did a few TikToks, obviously, for the Red Carpet. And... um let's just say they were very different from one another. BAFTAs were so chic. I honestly could not find one person that dressed poorly there. I was just in shock. Usually I'm like, ew, that's disgusting. Like I wouldn't wear that, but they absolutely killed it at the BAFTAs. Now people's choice. I, oh my gosh, there's a four part series on my TikTok of the red carpet there. And it's just like, it was just getting worse and worse like as I continued to look at the outfits so I don't know what's going on with People's Choice People's Choice was in LA and I know LA isn't known for fashion but it's like come on guys what is this Halloween vibe happening like everyone's got their skin out which is so fine but it's like underwear showing now and your boobs are out Halloween vibes people are wearing like outfits that aren't even outfits like I was super disappointed with selling sunsets cast fits I honestly think Jason and Brett 
dressed better than the girls and I was so disappointed because I was like what is happening girls like you're stunning what are these looks Chris though was amazing she always looks great so she was good Mary also good but like the others I was just like what is happening I know you're trying to kind of you know I don't know what the word is but like you're trying to think outside of the box and you know what I can't even think on the spot especially with this hangover but they're trying and it's just not showing um so yeah people's choice was uh horrendous for me I'm just gonna have another drink of water because I'm dying another pop culture news story that came alight was the case of Ruby Frankie so I'll read an a, a little bit from a article that I saw but Ruby Frankie a mother of six who gave online parenting advice via a popular YouTube channel was sentenced to four prison terms of between one and 15 years each on aggravated child abuse charges on Tuesday Frankie 42 had 2.3 million followers on her now deleted eight passengers video channel was arrested in the southern Utah city of Ivan's last August after her malnourished 12-year-old son with open wounds and bound with duct tape climbed out of a window at the home of Jody Hildebrand, owner of a self-improvement counseling business to ask for food and water from a neighbor. So this is just crazy. These people that put themselves out there, but they're doing such horrible things to their kids or in general. And it's like, did you not think you would get caught? Like, why are you trying to be in the public eye when you're doing something so crazy and dreadful so this family i think she had like eight kids she's like a mormon from utah and she was like always posting videos on youtube with her kids but she was like showing how she disciplines them none of this duct tape shit was coming up but like she was like you know making them apologize on camera making them say th certain things telling them like if you don't eat all your dinner you don't get dinner and it's like we understand that kind of mentality like back in the day like you know my mom would be like I got hit with the wooden spoon we get all that and she was kind of you know reinventing this but she was like not feeding her kids for days locking them in their rooms they yeah it was a crazy story I don't want to get too involved in it but she finally got sentenced I don't know how long for exactly in total, but this is saying like between one and 15 years on each count, four counts. Like she could have almost got like, what, 60 years. That's crazy. This lady that um, had the child with her is like her friend that was like covering up for her. So yeah, I don't, I, I hate hearing all these stories, but it's crazy to think these people that you follow sometimes on social media, have this like dark side to them this is why I love true crime so much guys there was like so many other stories that I've heard like one was like on Instagram and then they killed their kid and it's like what is wrong with people but anyways true crime is like just something I thrive in love it so much so my recommendations outside of pop culture here for this week we would definitely be I finished my book the housemaid which I honestly think I finished in one week you could not put that down. And I started The Housemaid's Secret, which is the sequel to the first book. It's not as good in the sense of like what's going on. But this is only because I'll tell you why. 
in the second one, like the housemaid has a boyfriend and it's like very much like she's keeping secrets from her boyfriend. And I hate relationship books. Like I'm just like over the love. I don't want to know about any relationship book. I'm into the crime. So I'm like waiting for something criminal to happen. Um, in saying that though, there are some good books. Obviously, Colin Hoover, I've read those books. That was great, but I also was just a bit over the love story. I'm always here for like a dark ending. So yeah, I'm really waiting for the punchline here. I also will recommend watching The Dry 2 because that was such a good storyline. It was so many twists and turns. I didn't even know what was happening even until the very end. So that was, yeah crazy I don't have too many recommendations this week only because obviously the week was not amazing to me so I didn't really zone out as much but yeah let's get into the topic of the week which is when you face burnout and how to push back on things without losing like your friends your network your group um, and losing sight of your goals. So it's a kind of a big topic, but it all correlates, I guess, with how I was feeling this week. I was getting to the point of burnout, but I didn't want to burn out because obviously I'm here trying to push Lazy Girl Blog, trying to push my podcast. I'm working full time. And if I hit burnout, the podcast won't go out. And what will happen then? Like people just be sick of me, won't follow me, I'm inconsistent. So I feel like I have a lot to live up to and like push out there. And so I was really like, I need to work on things. I need to find out a way that I can actually be consistent with what I'm trying to put out. And even when I get burnout or like get to this close stage of it, find coping strategies that will help me to keep pushing out what I need to do to achieve my goals, but also mentally be okay. And so obviously for me, like it will be super different what helps me versus someone else. But I find that typically I have this high for months at a time where I'm literally killing it and I take on so many things. I'm always saying yes to people. I'm a bit of a people pleaser. And I'm like, yes, I can do that. I take on so many things. My mom always says, like, I don't know what, why you do that to yourself. But the thing is, like, not everyone is the same. And I can just take on a lot. I'm the type of personality that's, like, ADD. I don't even know if I'm diagnosed with that. But just it's that kind of type of person that's just, like, nonstop going. I have a million ideas. I can do all of them. And so you don't realize you're getting burnt out because – life for you is always chaotic. Mine is organized chaos because like I'm so OCD with everything that like I know every single note that I've taken, where it is, where I put things, but it is still a lot for anyone else to understand when I'm saying I've got this, I do this on Monday, I do this, this is my schedule. And they're like, how do you do it all? And the thing is like, you can't do it all. There's always going to be something that falls to the bottom of your pile of shit to do that week. And for me, it's been like realizing that I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to just organizing everything for everyone. And like, as an example, it's like, 
I'm going overseas and I want to go to the nicest places and like, you know, stay at nice hotels. And so uh, for me, I'm literally just taking that all on board myself and going out of my way and booking everything and researching when I have someone else that I'm going with that can easily do it, but I'm not allowing them to because I'm just taking over. And they're not going to understand that that's stressing me out because they just think that I'm thriving, that I love doing it. So I realized this week that I definitely have to just stop myself from being that control freak that I am. And one of the reasons I think I am like that is just because I feel like if I don't do it, it won't get done. But that's like a really poor excuse because everyone else has potential to do things that I do, like organizing a trip or booking a restaurant or whatever it is. Like, I just have to give them the opportunity to do that. Granted, there are people that are super lazy and and don't give a shit and just want to go with the flow. I'm not like that. But even just having the communication to say, I need more help or I need support or no, I can't do that. Can you do it? Like, I just need to learn to do that more because as a result, I will be a much better person because I'll be happier, easier to communicate with. Like. Um, I won't be going off on people or having breakdowns and yeah I just feel like my energy was sucked out a lot this week and I've had this multiple times happen like throughout the years where sometimes you need to have boundaries with people in general that are sucking way too much energy from you these can be friends relationship partners family work but there's something to be said about energy and I always thought this was like super cliche and I was like whatever people are talking about with this bullshit energy thing like oh I can feel your energy like no what are you on about but this week being 31 years old about to be 32 this year I realized that energy really exists and I think because a lot of my jobs that I've had prior to my current job is like was with really small groups of people all by myself most of the time so I didn't really notice energy around people but like right now my job working with this company where everyone is super positive and is a light in the office I just feel like I actually enjoy coming into the office and like those people give me so much energy like I bounce off the walls in the office because it's just such a positive environment and then outside of that I don't know why but like I feel like my energy is sucked in all the wrong ways and that's nothing to say it's got nothing to say about like the people that I spend time with outside of work, but it's just more like me being a control freak again and not allowing people to step up and make plans with me or I don't know, organize something or even me just doing nothing that weekend and not having plans. I I felt it a lot this week where I honestly was like, I really believe in this energy thing that there are some people in your life that just drain your energy and you need to set boundaries with those people 
I don't know the best way to do that because I'm not super, I guess, I feel bad to say to people like you're doing this, this and that. So I'll probably do it <clears throat> in a way that's less confronting. But I definitely feel like boundaries have to be set, especially at my age. Like I'm not old, but like when you get to your 30s, it's less of a social scene and it's more like, what do I want to do with my life? And in your 20s, you're kind of meeting a lot of people. You're going like you're traveling, you're trying new things. And then in your 30s, you're like, okay, who do I want to be? What do I want to become and stand for? And what time do I have on my hands? And I'm hitting that where I'm like, I don't have to do everything. I don't have to be super social. I don't have to say yes to every single thing. Like it's okay to set boundaries. And I did watch a recent podcast episode with Morgan Stewart on it. It was the Not Alone podcast with Valeria Lipovetsky. And they're both in their 30s. They both have kids, both married. So definitely tick, 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 doing amazing things. And they both just kind of, realize like they didn't have a core group of girlfriends that they could call upon like you know their best friends like that they could go on a girl's trip or like anyone that like they had that was like super close to them and I was like oh okay so that's like a real thing because I've always felt due to my travels and just me being a bit of a recluse that like I don't allow anyone to be super close to me because I don't know wherever I'm going to go or live or I don't know. I just like enjoy my own company and I, I like being alone. And so when they said that they also are too like that, I was kind of like, okay, it's all right to be in your thirties or any age and still feel like I don't have my village of people around me. I don't have my inner circle yet. And you sometimes you won't even need one. One or two friends is fine. Having 20 friends is fine, you know, and don't compare who you've got around you with other people. Like I would say like my closest people are my family. We all know everything about each other. We all support each other. We're always there for each other. And so I think like because I have such a big family, I haven't really needed friends and that is probably the reason why I am where I am. But, you know, it's it, it also is like okay not to have met your freaking solid group of friends yet, you know, and that's something I've had to realize is like you can still set a boundary and not feel like you have to be super social all the time without feeling like I'm going to lose my only friends that I have right now. Like that's, it's never one or the other. Yes, friends, relationships take effort, take time. You do have to go out of your way, but it is a 50-50 and like everyone else has to give back. And, you know, for me, I think because I'm such a control freak OCD 24-7 person and I'm always on like I feel like the people that are in my circle sometimes feel like oh, I don't need to do too much because Tiana's right there and that's like not on them it's on me to be like I need support and I need more it's not like an issue it's just a conversation to be had so this week I really realized without having a therapist <laughs> So I saved myself a hundred bucks there that I need to 
step up, but not in the way that I usually step up, which is like take control of everything. It's more step up and communicate that I need help in life. And it's also okay to just take a break and not do anything and like not always feel like you have to be working because for me I can't switch off um every day up at five I get out the door by six I'm training I go to the gym that's the same thing sorry I'm going on the train to the gym I'm working out I'm going to work I don't even really have my lunch break, which is super unhealthy and something I also need to change and just make sure I have that break in the day. I leave work, I come home, I put my other laptop on and I start my lazy girl blog content for that day. And yes, I need to get better at planning and scheduling, but like I'm such a in the moment type of person that I do love having everything be relevant to me that day or that week rather than like plan content like for two weeks time and I'm like no that's not relevant then so that's me every day till you know 8 30 at night and yes I watch my shows and that's probably the only time it's that's actually the biggest lie like even when I watch my shows I'm writing notes for content so I don't ever have time off and um, you know it's a hustle for sure to get your name out there whilst you're working a nine-to-five job and trying to balance a social life and be on and happy at the same time and look after yourself so I, I would say that If something's not making you happy, figure it out. What is it that's making you not happy? Because you aren't your best when you're struggling with anxiety or whatever it is. So like your content's going to be horrible. Your energy will be off. Going to work, you're not going to be the best self that you can be. Your relationship's going to struggle. Friendships, family's going to be like, what's going on with them? Um not them but like you like my family this week's like what is going on Tiana and I'm like do I feel like do I need to entertain everyone here all the time like I just was like so snappy and it's not even the day like the the time of the month so I would definitely say that you need a break and I've always struggled with that because I've always thought like I'm not taking a break because I could be working or I could be doing something else or I could be doing this and so I am looking forward to my trip to LA. I'm going to try as much as I can to just focus on like things that I enjoy doing. I love doing Lazy Girl Blog. I love doing the podcast. So that will continue obviously, but mentally, physically, and emotionally, I need to retrain my body to get back into the zone. But I guess I'll wrap up just by saying that obviously if you feel like you can't set boundaries because you've just either got I don't know too much on or you're not the type of person that's confrontational just go quiet just take your own time out 
for me, I turn my phone on, like I mute everyone and I literally leave my phone in my room and I don't go in my room. I'm just like, that's it. Because I'm the type of person that always has to reply to every single thing. And I've just gone to the stage of like, no, I don't need to reply to every single group message that's out there. Like I don't have to be there within a second replying. Like I can miss a few messages. So my goal of this week is to not reply immediately and communicate that I need some more support. Also just like taking care of myself and putting myself first. I think I'm going to stop with the social things for a couple of weeks, especially leading up to LA and just focus on my amazing blog, podcast. Um, I want to wrap up this episode by saying that I hope that what I said in this podcast helps or makes any sort of sense to anyone out there because it's okay to burn out. It doesn't mean you're suffering from like anything super bad out there. Everyone is going to get to a level of burnout. Everyone is going to have their bad days. And if you can figure out ways to ensure you don't get there, then you're winning. If you do get there though, and you do fall into that burnout and like mood where you feel like you can't focus on anything positive or whatever it is, it's fine to be in your feelings and emotions and feel that. Just take time out. Take a mental health day. Take a weekend off. Go somewhere. Be in nature. Go for a walk. Swim. Whatever it is that you will instantly clock off and like your mind will zone out of what you're dealing with is the best way to just give your mind a break and your body a break. The other thing is whatever you do that can make you happy, retail therapy, the gym, watching a comedy, anything like that is amazing. Get those feels back in. You need to start laughing and being happy. Sometimes it's hard, but find those little things and moments that make life good and do that a lot. And you'll get out of it and you'll keep figuring out ways to do that before you hit this rock bottom moment. But again, I'm going to wrap up because this podcast is definitely not one that I loved, but I hope it did help. If you guys have any questions or any topics you want me to talk about, feel free to email them or you can DM me on Lazy Girl Blog or Tiana Diasas. Be sure to check out new blog posts on Wednesdays. Thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you guys on the next one. Bye.